You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Hey everybody, it's David Bloom with Bloom in Tech. I am so glad to be back with you guys again. Recently, I sat down with Seven Volpone, the uh, CEO of Big Block Capital Group and Big Block Media Holdings. They have their hands in all kinds of interesting stuff from automotive to advertising to artificial intelligence, real estate, green tech, a whole whole bunch of stuff. But uh, one of the things that they're doing now is rolling out a new brand called Subnation, which is focused on celebrating the lifestyle and culture around the video game business. Seven has long background in the ESL eSports League. So does the organization as a whole, and now they are partnering with the Entertainment Software Association to bring Subnation to E3, the giant video game conference coming up in about a month. Give a listen to our conversation. It was pretty interesting stuff. We're here with Seven Volpone, the CEO of Big Block Capital Group, which owns a lot of different stuff. It's kind of hard to get your arms around it sometimes, all the things that they're doing. But one of the things that's most interesting among all their sexy engagements is with the budding area, the exploding area of esports. Given Seven's background in music, given Big Block's involvement in advertising and creating commercials for a lot of the big car companies and other big brands, the intersections are pretty interesting. Seven, tell us a little bit about where you all hope to go with this uh, esports explosion, what you guys are doing, and and more generally, how you guys are seeing uh, the brand landscape. Thanks, David. Um, yeah, I think esports is a really um, exciting avenue. At Big Block, you know, we tend not to get involved in things just because they are the trend. Uh, we really are um, out there trolling and mining for the best things before they become the best things. So we've been actively involved in esports for over 15 years. Um, our, our managing director, Ed Tomasi, uh, was one of the founders of ESS, which was uh, became ESL North America. Um, I worked with ESL Internal Entertainment uh, for the board as an advisor, um, working on non-endemic strategies. And, and really trying to cultivate something which we found was the lifestyle of esports, the culture of esports. After leaving ESL and coming over to Big Block, you know, the first thing that we did was uh, create a good lever uh, relationship for Tomasi to come on over and become our managing director. We also brought in Tom Flanagan, who is a, a brand marketing expert, comes from Leo Burnett, and really was out there being an evangelist for action sports before brands knew how to get involved. And so we paired them together, created an eSports 101 package and started to go around you know, the country talking to brands and talking to agencies about how they're going to play in eSports. And we have a very authentic understanding of, of not just brands, but actually the eSports audience. And it's, they're, they're very tricky because they're extremely smart. They're really savvy. They don't want to be marketed to. So our, our whole entire uh, agenda and initiative is how do we create an authentic relationship for gamers and, and, and for esports fans first so that they have a, a protected community to really that, that, that supports their passion and, and then find a way for brands to be involved in it in a way that's meaningful for the end user and supportive of the brand. 
it's really complicated and tricky in a lot of ways for the brands who are trying to get into this space. I mean, obviously, you're not seeing younger generations of folks getting on to traditional sports, but they are certainly getting on to esports in bigger and bigger numbers. You're seeing online viewership numbers through the roof. So, so you want to be marketed to, but not marketed to when you're <laughs> when you're somebody watching this because you know you got to pay the bill. So, how how do they walk that line? How are you all helping them walk that line? So when, when we were over at ESL, we did a test with music. Um, and the way that we're helping brands uh, kind of walk the line within authenticity and how they can integrate is, is we're, we're taking a non-marketing approach. We're focusing on experiences. We're focusing on things that, that the end user can benefit from and engage with. And if the brand is supportive of that, then then the, the end user over-engages with it because they feel safe and they feel trusted. And, and that's really important to have that authenticity. So when we were at ESL, we did a test with a piece of music with an unknown artist, unknown song. We used it at Katowice, Poland, um, and we just put it in the backdrop, and it, and it generated 3 million Spotify plays. As a matter of fact, that was two years ago. It's still generating like 25,000 unique plays per month. The thing about the, that piece, which I think is, is, is so exciting, is that by not sticking a logo everywhere, we gave the audience the opportunity to find it and engage with it on their own because it was interesting to them, not because we tried to force feed it to them. And, you know, brands like Red Bull are doing a great job and have been doing a great job of creating experiences. And at Big Block, we're launching this brand called Subnation. And Subnation is really about the subculture of esports, you know. So it's it's lifestyle, it's it's music, it's it's apparel, it's fashion, it's it's comic book art, street art. We're looking at, at esports through that lens. So if you just go to a typical ESL event or, or, or one of these big sporting events, you know, everybody's focused on, well, what are the teams doing? What are the players doing? Let's follow them when they're not gaming. What we're really, we, what we showed by creating that one piece of music was that if you give the fans something a little left of just gaming, they have a huge interest to it. And we're catering to that. So if it's adjacent, it doesn't adjacent. have to be on it, but adjacent to it. And so part of what Subnation is about, it sounds like, is let's create an umbrella place to put those adjacent subculture, uh, artistic, cultural, fashion things and, and bring them all together. Because those are things that people care about also. And they just happen to tie into. And gaming is sort of the sun around which all these spin a little bit. Is that basically it? Yeah, look, that's it. I mean, there's, everybody's so excited about esports. Yeah, brands are very concerned. Six months ago, there was no Fortnite. Now Fortnite is the biggest thing in the world. So if a brand says to a, to a game, oh, we're going to put all our money in making a long-term commitment, how do they feel safe not knowing something new is going to pop up the next week? What's always going to be consistent, that common thread is going to be that culture. And so that's where we're creating you know, uh, a support system for the brand and for the end, end, end user. So you know, that's, that's really you know, our, our sweet spot. Okay, so, so it becomes the individual game may change, but the the love generally for this stuff will not get a part of that, and we'll we'll go on a nice ride together, and so will all our fans who will get to to, to, to spend more time in the things they care about. Is this area in esports and the cultures around esports is that the only area where you all are focusing on a model like this? Because it seems like it might it might travel well to other areas. 
Yeah, so a, a few things. One is that our, our goal at Big Block has been to take you know what was a service production company, turning it into a consultancy, and then into an IP house, where we're creating and innovating all the time. And Subnation is the first in a launch of, of several different brands that we have that are, instead of people hiring an agency, you know they can actually be involved in an experience that gets them all the benefit that they would have from going to an agency because there's experiential, there's content, there's there's, you know, media buys, there's all these things, but it really has a direct core. Right now with Cord Nevers, they're trying to reach that demo um, is tricky, as we mentioned, but but if you can create authentic experiences and content that they find and you can be there, then, then you've got that connection. And we're creating those connectivity points. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say was, you know, when you talk about the culture of esports, what we equate it to is hip hop, right? In hip hop, you had gangster rappers in Compton and in the Bronx, and they made music that that brands weren't trying to market to the gangsters in, in those areas, but some girl in Nebraska starts shaking her butt, dancing to a hip hop song, buying a t-shirt, buying a hat, buying, you know. Buying the shoes. Buying the shoes, right. And, and the brands are, are looking for that audience. The gangster rappers and the producers that came out of those areas brought real authenticity that resonated right. to, a, to a much broader scope. So the way that we look at esports is the PC gamers are the gangster rappers. They're the authenticity of esports. Right. But now once you get into console gaming and mobile gaming, the, the, the audience reach is so much broader. So to narrowly just focus on esports, that's not the real pocket that brands are going to have the, the growth that they need to be in. So we're offering you know the ability to make that mobile gamer connected to that PC gamer, but not lose the authenticity. And the difference is some people come at it just from the mobile approach or the console approach, and that's like vanilla ice. You know what I mean? That's like that's like somebody coming out and having a one-hit wonder. Right, right. We're so embedded from the from the gangster rapper authenticity side of living this OG right. that we know how to really create that FUBU, that rock aware, that you know, that sense of it in the esports and gaming sure. lifestyle place. That's part of it is like, let's get into the clothing, you know, and our, that's things like clothing and shoes. It's not you guys doing the clothing and shoes. It's you guys partying with brands that know how to do that, but you all are their leader into this space and help make sure that it's authentic, that it connects the right ways, it talks in the right way to an audience that clearly is there and available. Absolutely. And, you know, the, the apparel brands that can really step up and see this from, you know, like what... Michael Jordan did for Nike, you know, that type of cross promotion and what that did is still an ongoing multi-billion dollar integration. You know, the problem is that there is no real Michael Jordan of esports. Maybe Ninja is the first guy to step up that's kind of got that phenomenal. Yeah, he's sticking out, right? Yeah, he, he, he's sticking Boom. out. He's, he's got that special package of personality meets, you know, gaming talent. ability and talent. But, you know, I think that that's, that's a place that we really want to be able to focus is like, how do we identify those uh, those influencers and how do we integrate them into the lifestyle in, in ways that they're already activating. Sure. It's interesting as you talk about Fortnite because that is one of the a new generation of games that are cross-platform and you can be on a cell phone and play with somebody on a PC and or on a console and I think that that's sort of interesting because it starts to smear those tribes a little bit yes. too. That blows up the audience. I mean we know that uh, uh, I saw some stats recently that there are 900 million, they project 900 million phones this year are going to be AR capable augmented reality capable. Mm -hmm. So those are powerful enough phones to do things like Fortnite on a, on a fast network 
in concert with somebody sitting in a, in a high-end PC to, to some large extent, depending on their connection. So all of a sudden, those are the OG guys, but everybody's got their own box now. They can mix their own stuff, right? A hundred percent. Look, I have an 11-year-old son, and you know, every single weekend, his friends, are, they're sleeping at one of the other's houses, and all they do is Fortnite all night long. You know, and, and some friends don't have their own laptops. They just have their mobile phones, and they, but they're all sitting in a room together or online, and they're, and they're playing like crazy, and it's opened up. You know, the, the interest level of esports before was, wow, I got to go out and, and spend $10,000 on a good PC if I want to be able to compete. And what they really did smart at Epic was create this multi-platform. And so that, I think that is going to change the face uh, of, the, of, of how people are gaming. And, and so, you know, we've been looking at that for a long time, and, uh, and that's why Subnation is so important because we touch every single one of those devices with the culture and, and the assets that we're going to be building. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Seven. I appreciate it. Thank you. You've been listening to Bloom in Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone.